This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03 on Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. Good afternoon, and thanks for joining us for the Tuesday edition of the WBBM Noon Business Hour. I'm Rachel Pearson, filling in for Rob Hart. A luxury convenience chain has hired a former Taco Bell executive for some help. We'll cover that in our next segment, but right now, it may be a shock for some people when they open up that next 401k statement. We welcome Craig Bolanos, founding partner and chief executive officer at Wealth Management Group. Craig, if I'm looking at the statement... It's like a sticker shock almost. It's a lot lower, I think, than people are going to expect. No, I think that's absolutely right. And it comes from, you know, two issues. You know, not only have stocks corrected this year, but many 401k investors also have what they consider to be safe money in their portfolio bonds. And with many investors invested in things like the aggregate bond index, that too was down some 9% for the year. So the so-called balanced portfolio has been anything but balanced thus far in 2022. And I want to sort of look at this from from two perspectives, the, the first being that of a young investor who has time to sort of wait for this course correction to take place. But then I'm also thinking about someone who's who's close to tapping into that 401k. And when they're looking at how that breaks down into, into monthly payments, that might be a little startling. Well, I think that's right. And one of the unique things that's happening is courtesy of retirement legislation, what we call the SECURE Act, Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act. Most 401k providers are not just going to be showing your balance. They're not just going to show the asset allocation. They're also going to show what your balance would translate into relative to a monthly income stream. And that's designed to connect people closer to their retirement. So they know whether they're undersaved, on track, and most people aren't oversaved. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just it. You think about, uh, say, for example, a $125,000 nest egg sounds great, but man, that's only maybe $500, $600 a month. And, and can someone live off of that? So yeah, I think uh, these new types of statements could be a wake-up call for some. I think definitely, and I think for everybody else, it's it's a constant reminder that this is a natural part of the market cycle. We have these pops, we have these drops, but in order to guarantee that someone participates in the meaningful, permanent advance of equities, you have to be willing to sit through the temporary declines. And as you said, for those young investors, do not give up on your 401k, use this as an opportunity to participate in great companies of America while they are on sale. That's the first part. And for everybody who is at or near retirement, well, for those investors, you need to continue to invest through retirement because you have to grow your capital base to outpace inflation. But people really do need a cash flow plan or on the verge of retirement. And so I think the biggest takeaway here is, is yes, it may come as a surprise, but don't pay panic. 
Yeah, panic is never an option. Panic is never a strategy. Rather, I mean, Rachel, that's why we do the noon business hour. It's about education leading to empowerment of informed decisions. So get centered in your finances. Use the online tools that your 401k, your workplace retirement plan provides. Embrace those monthly statements for those who are still receiving paper. And when you get educated and centered in your finances, I think the truth always becomes self-revealed. And right now, the truth is don't abandon your long-term plans. you got to stay committed if you want to not just get retired, but stay retired. Wise words from Craig Bolanos, founding partner and chief executive officer at Wealth Management Group. Coming up, Chicago-based Foxtrot is getting some help from a former fast food executive. Lunch money for all generations. This is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Chicago-based upscale convenience retailer Foxtrot just hired a former Taco Bell executive to help them scale up their footprint to 100 locations within the next two years. Joining us with the details is Ali Marotti, restaurants and retail reporter for Crane's Chicago Business. Ali, great to have you back with us. Who is Foxtrot bringing on here from Taco Bell? Yeah, thanks for having me. So it's Liz Williams. Um, She's going to be Foxtrot's president and CFO. She actually started in May. And she was at Taco Bell for about 10 years. She served as their CFO, but she was also ran their international um, operations. So she was responsible for launching new markets abroad, such as uh, Thailand and India. And she said she also helped turn the London market around as well. It's worth noting, too, that, that as a fast food chain, Taco Bell sort of rules when it comes to marketing. So my, my guess is that that would be pretty beneficial with such an aggressive expansion of, of what was it, 100 locations, new locations within the next two years. They do. You know, it's interesting. I, a few years ago, if you remember, we saw um, Chipotle poach one of their executives as well for that reason, because they're just really good operationally, right? And th- they're good at creating this buzz around themselves. And that's something that Fox tried does value. If you've seen, if anybody has followed kind of their expansion here in Chicago, they just opened their 21st location in the Willis Tower. So it's their first spot in the loop. Um, And like you said earlier, you know, they're under this huge kind of expansion right now, looking to go into new markets. They've already got a few in D.C. They're trying to open more in Texas. And in the next few years, we'll eye the West Coast as well. So it's kind of a risk to expand when you're a company like Foxtrot to make sure you don't do it too quickly and spread yourselves too thin. Um, And that's something that, you know, uh, Liz Williams here is saying that she can help with. Obviously, generating buzz is important when it comes to expansion. But what are some of the other challenges that Foxtrot may face sort of moving into these new markets? Yeah, so supply chain is a big one, right? And that's kind of plaguing everybody across the board right now. Supply chain issues have become normal So, you know, when they go into these new markets, they want to make sure that they have everything set up. And they're a company that sells a lot of local products, um, as well as some, you know, some labeled products, some white label products that they make themselves. So apparently what they do is they use a central commissary where they kind of prepare their charcuterie boards and the grab and go sandwiches, all that good stuff. And so then as they open more stores in a market, in a city they grow that commissary as well. So that's something that they do, kind of a hack to try to help them uh, deal with some of the supply chain issues. Also, labor is another one that has continued to be a challenge for restaurants and retail locations. So hiring people as they scale up will be another hurdle that they'll have to jump. 
Thank you again, Ali Marathi, restaurants and retail reporter for Crane's Chicago Business. Just a reminder that the upscale convenience retailer Foxtrot hired a former Taco Bell executive to help a 100-location expansion over the next two years. I'm dedicated to currency events. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Well, if you own cryptocurrency, you might want to listen up. It soon may be treated like a commodity. Joining us with the details, Andrew Bush, former chief markets intelligence officer at the Commodity Futures Trading Commission and economist at andrewbush.com. Andy, thanks for being here. Listen, I'm no expert when it comes to cryptocurrency. That's why we have people like you come on to the Noon Business Hour. So explain this like I'm five, cryptocurrency legislation to make it a commodity. Yeah, so the big news is is that this is a part of finance that has not been regulated at all. And so it's, it literally is the Wild West of finance. There's a lot of things that go on in the crypto, crypto world that are not legal in the securities world or in the commodities world per se. So what this is doing is really what so many in the industry wanted was to have a regulator be in charge of the industry. And they're putting it with my old agency, the CFTC, and they're detailing it like they would a currency, and they're calling it a commodity. But under the CFTC, they oversee the futures market. So it's not just commodities that are there. It's obviously bonds and, and stock futures and other of those kind of assets or other of those kind of commodities or um, financial structures that come under the guise of the CFTC. So this is big news. And it's also bad news for a lot of these really, you know, cryptocurrencies that were on the on the fringe of what's reality. I mean, Luna comes to mind, but there's a lot of these exchanges that were doing what we would call illegal activities um, that will come under the guise of the CFTC, and they will have a hard time making as much money as they have in the past. Well, wasn't that some of part of the appeal, I think, for some from in, in the crypto market was that it is sort of the Wild West and that it wasn't regulated. So uh, you mentioned, though, that, that many, though, see this as, as necessary legislation. And I think sort of the cornerstone of this is that it's it's defining the vast number of digital assets. Yeah, the big thing for the crypto world is this. It needs to be regulated. So Why? because institutional investors don't want to place a lot of money in a world that is the wild, wild west. So that's the starting point. That's why a lot more money will eventually flow into this world. But there's so many things that are fringe, you know, and just cringeworthy that are in that world. I mean, people say, oh, I love it because it's the wild west. Yeah, well, a lot of ma and pa retail investors just got wiped out as it went from 67000 down to 28000 mm-hmm. So there's a lot of shenanigans that go on in that world that need to be cleaned up significantly. And this is the first step towards that. Thank you so much. Andrew Bush, former chief markets intelligence officer at the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. He's also an economist at andrewbush.com, based here in Chicago. Still ahead, if you're planning a summer vacation, there are some things to keep in mind in the post-pandemic world. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk and expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Chicago's all-news station. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. 
The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rachel Pearson filling in for Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. In the wake of several mass shootings, the Department of Homeland Security issues a terror threat bulletin. Police are questioning a suspect involved in recent robberies using a machete. If you're planning a summer trip, you may want to keep in mind that a lot of things have changed since the start of the pandemic. Plus, Kohl's has entered into exclusive negotiations with a retail holding company proposing to buy the company. Details coming up. WBBM Business, the market's turning positive now. The Dow is up 116 points, the Nasdaq up 44, and the S&P 500 up 15 points. AccuWeather says... Some lingering clouds followed by sunshine today with a high of 72 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 58. Then clouds continue into tomorrow with cooler temperatures, a high of 66 degrees with some scattered rain showers. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. A new terror threat bulletin from the Department of Homeland Security is out, and it's surrounding what they're calling domestic extremism. That disinformation includes conspiracy theories like Great Replacement, which falsely claims minorities, multiculturalists, and a ruling elite deliberately threaten the white race. Analysts warn that baseless claims motivating gunmen to commit mass shootings in Buffalo, New York, El Paso, Texas, and Pittsburgh could spread further online, encouraging future tragedies. The Department of Homeland Security also warns of false claims that the elementary school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, was a, quote, government-staged event meant to advance gun control measures. Closer to home, Chicago police are speaking with a person of interest connected to recent armed robberies involving a machete on the northwest side. Police believe the same person is responsible for at least eight armed robberies involving machete in northwest side neighborhoods. They've happened in Irving Park, Avondale, and Logan Square, In each incident, the offender would approach the victim with a machete, demand their belongings. The offender would then flee in a four-door sedan driven by a second suspect. It's 1232. Loaning useful information each weekday. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Stocks are now trading higher, shaking off some earlier session declines. Joining us with the latest on what's moving Wall Street is Art Hogan, Chief Market Strategist at National Securities in New York. Art, glad to have you with us. What are you seeing this afternoon? Yeah, it's certainly been a choppy uh, few days of trading here, and today is no different. We opened down about 1%. We rallied back and are now in positive territory. A lot of uh, investors are pointing to the fact that the yield on the U.S. 10-year has dipped back below 3%. That seemed to put the brakes on markets yesterday when it got above 3%. The range over the last three months for the yield on the 10-year has been two and three quarters to 3.13. Uh, and we, when we, it seemed to get over that, that round number of 3%. Investors seem to take a pause. So dipping back below that today after a Treasury auction that just completed about an hour ago, Seems to have uh, put some uh, wind behind the sales of investors, and we seem to have a bit of a rally. But all of the rallies over the last six days seem to falter out when the S&P 500 gets to 41.40, and we're at 41.33 right now. So we'll see if we can make a breakthrough today, but we haven't been able to over the last six trading days. Also today, we saw a really big surge in oil prices. Can you explain sort of what's behind that? I know it's dipped since. I think the barrel's now trading at about, what is it, $118 a barrel now? But it was up quite a bit, over $120 this morning. Yeah, certainly some volatility around crude prices, both in WTI and in Brent. I think one of the key factors this week has certainly been the fact that China is talking about reopening uh, normally, they'd be about a 14 million barrel a day consumer. They lost about a million of that demand with their uh, zero COVID policy lockdowns. As their reopening process starts, 
there's an assumption made in the uh, energy markets that they'll they'll pick up that million barrels a day in demand again, which will put more stress on what right now is an imbalance of supply and demand in energy products. So we've lost some of the Russian uh, oil uh, during the uh, Ukraine war with sanctions that are being put on uh, Russian energy products. And clearly all oil producing countries, including the United States, are hustling to get the, to make up that difference, but that's going to take some time. So right at the start of the summer driving season, energy prices and gasoline prices clearly are starting to peak. Now, you say starting to peak. I'm curious if there's still more to go. We heard earlier uh, this on midday today, one expert said, it's far from over. This is just the start. Well, it may be the start of crude prices being high. But if you look at the dynamics of uh, what happens in the refinery process um, and the refinery margins we're seeing or what's referred to in the industry as the crack spreads, we may not see the same increase in gasoline prices that we've witnessed over the course of the last six months. So the good news is, while it's certainly at a much higher level than we'd like, the average uh, gasoline price uh, over, over the most of the United States likely is at or near where it's going to peak for the summertime driving season as the refineries get uh, back up and running at full capacity and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and squeeze some of the margins out of the business. So I think that uh, energy prices certainly are moving higher. It's going to be a while before we get enough supply back online to meet the demand, which is growing. But I certainly think that gasoline prices at or near where we are may be as high as we pay for the entirety of the summer. We often talk about, too, the battle between uh, growth and value stocks. So I'm curious, which camp are you in right now? Well, I would say when we think about growth stocks, we typically think about things like technology. And in the technology space, I would certainly bifurcate that with those companies that have earnings and cash flows versus those companies that are measured just by uh, uh, multiple of their revenues but are, are yet to uh, uh, achieve earnings. And I think that's where you have to be very careful. That's the cohort of, of technology stocks that have, has been hit the hardest. Obviously, it's the disruptors. Um, it's the pandemic darlings, et cetera. So if you're looking at growth, I would avoid the disruptors and the, and the price of revenue cohort and look at those stalwart companies that have very strong defensible cash flows, all the household names that you would know. On the value side, I certainly think if you look at the Russell 2000, which is the, two, the 2000 small and mid-cap stocks, mostly domestically focused. I think that that index has an opportunity to outperform the S&P 500, which is the large cap index, for the first time in many, many years. So I think value has the upper hand right now. I think it's very defensible. And I certainly think when you're looking to make asset allocations, I would keep an eye on things that are, are more domestic than international. Ard Hogan, Chief Market Strategist at National Securities based in New York. Up next in Travel Tuesday, we'll give you some key advice to planning that summer vacation. Compounding your interest with an economy of words. This is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's Travel Tuesday on the WBBM Noon Business Hour, and as summer vacation season officially kicks off, Americans who have been cooped up for over two years are certainly eager to see the world. But travel logistics have certainly changed a lot since before the pandemic, and paying extra attention to all those details is key to making that next big trip a success. Joining us with some need-to-know advice is Angie Rice, co-founder of Boutique Travel Advisors based in Scottsdale, Arizona. Angie, great to have you with us. What do I need to know? It's not just booking the trip. It's a little bit more detailed than that. I agree. If you're traveling for summer 22, I hope you have your your air travel arranged as well as your hotel and lodging. If not, then you really have to rethink the best options and where to travel. 
and that's because I think it's an issue of overcrowding, right? It's just going to be those flights are going to fill up, uh, cruises booked, dinner reservations are probably already made too. Exactly. I mean, a year ago, we were looking at options based on social distancing. Now we're looking at uh, places that offer, uh, you know, more privacy because we want to avoid crowds. And to the extent you have trips planned to Europe and other places that are busy, even the East Coast, you do need those dinner reservations. I mean, there's situations where you can't get an Uber or you can't arrange for a tour guide because they are not available. See, I think this is like a type A traveler's dream of thinking about every scenario <laughs> possible and planning accordingly. What are some other things that we might need to think about if we're if we're trying to head out even just a, a road trip this summer? Right. I mean, certainly have as much arrangements uh, pre-planned. And if you're looking to do excursions, there are opportunities to do things that are more all-inclusive. You know, certainly... Uh, Mexico offers a lot of all-inclusive accommodations, and cruises are typically considered all-inclusive options. But one thing to take note, if you're looking to book like a last-minute cruise, before you book that, make sure you investigate the excursions and whether they're sold out or whether there's availability, whether you're booking through the cruise line or whether you're arranging third-party or private excursions. Yeah, I would hate to book a trip and, and find out that all the activities that it, it touts are, are all filled up and you're just stuck sitting there enjoying the sunshine. Darn. Um, the other thing, too, that, that I think is worth noting uh, is you mentioned sort of these all-inclusive resorts. And you mentioned Mexico. I'm thinking about there's a lot of stuff to do just within the resort. A lot of times they have, like, stand-up paddle boards, boats you can take out, things within the resort itself that you don't necessarily have to make reservations for. You're right. Like you really want to look at what amenities are available on property. And when you're planning travel, whether you're going to more of a beach vacation or a city center where there's lots to do, really more so than ever, you really want to evaluate when do you need something that's more curated, where you might want a private experience or you might want to join a group where there's a guide versus like you said, you can kayak straight from your hotel or what are things that you can you can do more easily self-guided where the experience can be enjoyed just as well on your own versus, you know, an experience where if you're visiting the Louvre or you're visiting the Vatican, you might really want an experienced guide helping you navigate that experience. So it can be learning and you, it offers, you know, more of an enhancement. But if you're just going to stroll the park and wander around, you know, bop into a coffee shop, you don't necessarily need a tour guide, but you still need to know where you're going. You want to be on the right streets. You want to have... Um, your navigation a little bit pre-planned. That's just it. If you want to enjoy that summer trip, the difference is all going to come down to details. Thanks, Angie Rice, co-founder of Boutique Travel Advisors based in Scottsdale, Arizona. Her website, travelbta.com. You can join us at this time tomorrow for Personal Finance Wednesday. And still to come, Target gives a warning while Coles talks to a new suitor. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Two retail giants are making news today. Target says it has excessive inventory and another suitor is interested in acquiring Kohl's. We welcome Gary Kaltbaum, president of Kaltbaum Capital Management based in Orlando. He has his website, GaryK.com. Gary, let's first talk about Target. This is a retailer sort of rushing to ease an inventory surge. Yeah, look, Target has one of the sterling reputations in retail world, and they basically... Uh, completely missed the mark. Uh, beginning of the year, their margins were 9.8%. They changed them to 5.33 weeks ago, and now they took them down to 2%. And that's just because 
uh, massive excess of in- inventory, uh, freight and transportation costs, and they really misjudged their best category. So they, they had to do the confession uh, move right here, get that out of the way, and hopefully fix things up. Uh, there's going to be a lot of sales for the consumers at Target in the next couple of months. I was going to say, uh, Target's mistake is is the consumer's gain, right? Especially those of us who, who enjoy Target and shopping there uh, when maybe we don't need to. Coles. Uh, so you're going to see big sales. Yeah, and Coles, this is interesting too because uh, it's its shares rose by about 10% in early trading today because the, it's in talks with a holding company, Franchise Group. Can you tell us about that? Well, this has been a six-month saga. They, you know, they put themselves up for sale a bunch of hedge funds really kind of forced them into doing it. A bunch of suitors backed away. And this one now, they have three weeks to go over uh, the numbers. Franchise Group, by the way, owns uh, Vitamin Shop, uh, Badcock Furniture, uh, and a few other things. And they run them pretty darn well. I'm surprised they're offering $60 a share uh, when Kohl's is sitting at uh, $45 in a very tough retail environment. Uh, so maybe they're uh, really determined to, uh, uh, to, you know, take over the company and move forward. Yeah, that's sixty dollars per share. That would that would value Kohl's at about eight billion dollars. And as you mentioned, this isn't the first time that the the company, the retailer, has gone into talks. So uh, you said there's about three weeks to see if this actually goes through. Yeah, there's a three week window for this company. There's a couple of other suitors out there, uh, and where she stops, don't know. I gather the highest bid or the most suitable bid, uh, you know, wins out. Uh, the other question will be the financing. Who's going to pony up with more cash versus debt? Uh, so that's all to be played out in, in the weeks ahead. Thank you so much, Gary Kaltbaum, president of Kaltbaum Capital Management, based in Orlando. His website, GaryK.com. A reminder that if you missed any part of today's Noon Business Hour, we'll have the replay podcast available shortly at WBBMNewsRadio.com and on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.